0: From Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions. I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is the breakdown with Dr. B. Dr. B, you know, last week we had two young mothers ask you a question, and it was a very popular podcast. So we want to continue this. One of your main missions is to make kids mentally strong so you know what you came up with a great idea why don't we do a series you know three podcasts where we have a young mother or father ask you a question your opinion on how to make kids strong one ingredient and then we'll just take it apart for the rest of the podcast you like that idea
1: yeah i like it a lot linda
0: Okay, so let's delve into this. We have a mother-to-be, a young lady by the name of Teddy. She's about to have a baby girl. And, you know, we're living in an age of adversity, right? Raging pandemic, gun violence, climate change. Yeah, I would say there's good reason for mothers to be a little concerned. So let's see what Teddy has to ask. Hi, Dr. Bregman. My name is Teddy, and I am expecting uh, my very first child, a little girl. I am very excited to meet her. However, I'm kind of concerned about uh, the best way to go about raising an emotionally strong and independent person in this world. It's become a world full of a lot of insecurities, and there's a lot on social media of unrealistic expectations, and I want to make sure um, my child, especially her, her being a girl grows up to have an emotionally strong base and realistic standards and realize not everybody looks the same and can still be their own definition of beautiful. How would you suggest I go about implementing a way to make her feel emotionally strong and comfortable?
1: You know, this is a good question. We live in these uh, chaotic times. This was uh, you know, something that our parents, you know, taught us, you know, how to deal with traumatic events and have good outcomes.
0: Well, you know, speaking of traumatic events, our parents came from the greatest generation. So if we're students of history, and to remind those that don't know about the greatest generation, they were individuals that were born between 1900 and 1930. Now, you want to talk about adversity? They went through the Spanish flu. They fought in World War I, perhaps World War II. They went through the Great Depression. They turned out okay, right? So what was it about our parents that really made them tough?
1: Linda, you know, this generation we came from, you know, their motto was, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. That's how we grew up.
0: And that's what we want to talk about today. How do we make our kids mentally stronger? Before we get to your advice and answer Teddy's question, let's hear from two very successful parents. And what I mean by that is that they raise children with a a very good sense of being, right? Strong kids. Their names are Andrea and Jonathan. And here's what they have to say. Hi, Dr. Bregman. What I felt as a mom was important to help my four kids be strong uh, emotionally was to always be present with them and for them to know I was there. We talked a lot and no topic was off limits. And also a lot of love, uh, a lot of affection, a lot of hugs, and just being present with them all the time.
1: For us, having four kids, it was really important to... Uh, have our family be spiritually grounded. So the dinner table was an important place at night. I'd ask us one question and give everyone a chance to chime in and just to be a place to be connected. And then more importantly was to make one-on-one time with each kid as often as possible. Not to treat them corporately as four kids, but one-on-one with each. I thought that was really valuable for for their upbringing.
0: So doctor, what do you, what do you think about that?
1: love is number one. Then we need to kind of talk about some tools that go along with the love that really could help the child be extremely successful. Then that's why we want to talk about hope today. So hope is your big ingredient of the day. Absolutely. Honestly, it helps everything. If you have hope, You could decrease helplessness. You could feel empowered. And you could learn how to deal with different adversities. And that's how uh, these parents taught us. You know, they grew up in a lot of adversity too.
0: Hope really dramatically reduces childhood anxiety and depression because it gives kids a sense of control.
1: And, And that's what kids need right now because they feel out of control. This is what the kids love. They love, they tell me what to do. You know, what do I do? And this is very teachable. Teaching kids about hope is teachable. That means everybody could do it. And, you know, it may be good for adults too. So, you know, it's hard to be
0: a parent these days with social media, negativity all around us. So let's just go to your first tip, which is stop negativity at the onset. How do you do that?
1: It's really important. Dad, you know, we're all going to die. You heard what happened on TV. Stop that. Come on. We always make it through. Interrupt those thoughts. Whenever you're thinking that, son, stop it. Just stop it and start thinking positive.
0: We had a rule that in the house, if I heard anything negative, boom, hey hey negative Nelly, stop that right now so you're pointing it out before it continues into this big huge mushroom cloud
1: absolutely you, you know and, and it's just an automatic and, and all the parents could get into it and honestly they it's contagious they could do the same thing for themselves
0: oh right because we've talked about this a lot negativity is contagious so oh. if the child's negative, the parent's negative, vice versa. So stop the negativity.
1: Exactly. Okay. And number two, it's like what we say and what we do. You say to your kid, the kid's like freaked out about something. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. We get through this. Remember that last hurricane? I told you. It was over and we're going to be get through. Okay. So in other words, mantras. It's going to be okay we got what it takes, you know, we're going to get through this, stuff like that.
0: Reinforcing the positive, you know, you, you what do you, fake it to you make it, <laughs> you know, it, that's so true.
1: And, and share good stuff with kids, good stories, you know, give a, a decent view of the world, not just the negative ones. And you know, I love this, Linda, is that what if thing, what if this, what if that, but What what happens if you try this or or that? Give them a a, a positive way to go, okay? What could happen? So honestly, I like to help reframe, you know, the kids into something positive. Then, you know, we want to, like, if there's a little good thing happens, you know, reinforce it, you know? Um, You know, hey, good thing you're thinking like that. Okay, that's really, you know, you really changed your mind. That's really good. You know, one of the things we talked about a lot, Linda, was this gratitude thing, okay? Rituals. You've got to be grateful for some of the things that are going on and be positive about that. And that really gives you some more hope. Now, you know, one of the things I'm big on is I like little family meetings. And that happens at mealtime. Sometimes I have families make a family meeting once a week no TV, nothing for an hour, and they talk about the family problems. I think we gotta have like good rituals, even going to sleep, you know, good ritual for that, that reinforce hope. And well, yeah, and
0: that's where, you know, if you're a religious family, you have family prayer or goodnight prayer. I'm a family that believes in thank you notes. Okay, I know I'm old fashioned, but hey, they don't have to be written on crane stationery. Why don't you call grandma up and thank her for the wonderful outfit she gave you? I think if you reinforce, like you said, gratefulness, but it needs to be almost verbal. So I really feel that gratefulness is, yes, it's in your heart, it's in your soul, it's in your mind, but it needs to come out to the person that you're grateful for. Thank you, grandma, for that wonderful outfit. I think we need to teach our kids to really be more demonstrative when it comes to showing their gratefulness.
1: And that's why we do the cars and the calls and and things like that. I, I mean, so reinforce that. I mean, really important. Oh, this is my real best approach and is a great brainstorming approach as my TAD approach and first you got to tell what is you know going on what's the problem then A you have to ask what can I do to solve the problem what are all these options and then D is decide make a choice about what you're going to do and execute honestly if you could learn this, teach the kids this, then they'll be feeling very in control of their lives and they'll have much more hope.
0: Well, just to wrap it up about hope, and we started talking about the greatest generation, but you know what? I can't think of a generation that was alive during our lifetime that had more hope than that greatest generation. And look at what they achieved. That goes to show you how important hope is. We definitely have our mission in front of us. So, folks, next week, tune in and we're going to have other elements on how to make your kids mentally strong.
1: Very important. Thank you, Dr. B. My pleasure, Linda. Look forward to talking a little bit more next week.
0: From Bregman MD. You've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.